Maris, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Kat here coming to you live. Yay. I should have a uh, sound in my background. So every time I come on, it's like, <laughs> anyways, um, if you saw the notes, um, crap. If you saw the notes, then you saw that I am going to be talking about business plans because I had someone ask me about it and it's probably fitting too, because I've had several conversations with uh, new entrepreneurs and what have you who are either starting a new business, thinking about it, or have already started a business. And then they come and talk to me. And I'm like, my first question is I, I typically ask a lot of questions and I, and I always suggest, Hey, if you have a business plan, send it over my way. And that way I can understand where you're at, what your model is and what your expectations are. So before we get into this topic, um, let me introduce myself. I am Kat Ramirez, CEO and founder of Advertise and Hashtag Social Buzz. And we help businesses stand out and grow. And uh, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. And if you are new to my live cast, drop me a line. Let me know where you're watching from. Uh, if you're new, say new. Uh, and if you're watching the rebroadcast, then just say recast. Um, anyways, thanks again for uh, joining me. I appreciate it. And um, I'm a little late because I had a lot of stuff pending on my desk and I couldn't get myself out of it. And then finally I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's get this live. Um, and this is a really, really important topic. Again, we're going to be talking about business plans. And so my question in the um, comments uh, before the, the live cast was, you know, are you about to start a business? Are you going to start a business? Uh, or have you, do you have a business and then you never have done an official business plan? And I want to talk about how important a business plan is for your business because it is a roadmap. It is a really wonderful roadmap to have and to keep you on track and on target. And, you know, the cool thing about working in corporate America, because I did work in corporate America for like 27 years. And I know I look young. Um, and, uh, you know, one of my roles in corporate America was uh, creating budgets and building out budgets for my team. And in five different markets, I had various sizes of 
you know, sales teams and my job was to coach and train them, but also to forecast and do their budgeting. And so that is part of a business plan. And so for corporate America, it's not uncommon for them to do annual uh, business plans, annual reviews, you know, annual strategies to keep themselves on target. And so, you know, why wouldn't you do your own strategy? Why wouldn't you do your own business plan and your own forecasting so that you can build the roadmap of what you want to happen in, let's say the next three months, six months or one year, right? That's what you want to do. And that's the whole purpose of a business plan is to keep you on target, to hold you accountable. Yeah, I just said it, to hold you accountable because who else is gonna hold you accountable? Um, and especially if your business is, you know, you're a solopreneur or you are, um, you know, an independent contractor or whatever the case may be, you need a business plan to help you keep on track and to keep you focused. That's the name of the game to stay focused so that you can accomplish your goals and uh, achieve the things that you want. So let's do a few shout outs because we've got some people tuning in and I appreciate um, your comments because comments are good. It's part of engagement. So again, if you're tuning in, let me know where you're watching from or where you're tuning in from. And if you're new, just type in new. That way I know. Dooley Charles, thank you so much for watching and participating. I appreciate it. And David Lofhouse, thank you so much. David says, first one of yours I've joined with and I'm watching from the sofa. Awesome. That is fabulous. It sounds like you're comfortable. Um, okay. So business plans. Okay. So we talked about why to do a business plan it is a roadmap. It helps you stay on target, stay focused and understand what your playing field is and the landscape that you have to work with. It also helps you in regards to uh, planning your resources, knowing who your vendors are going to be. And then of course the big one is budgeting. So there are key elements in a business plan. Now, the business plans are not like set in stones. I've seen so many different business plans. So it's basically what you want to get out of it and how much direction do you want in your business plan? There are some business plans that are very simplified and, you know, a couple pages long and that is it. And then there's business plans that are like very intense and well thought out and have strategy and mission statements and have their team participate and um, include bits and pieces of their team's, you know, goals and what they want out of the next, you know, three months, six months, one year, however you're doing this planning stage. But this is the time of year for planning and for budgeting and for forecasting and just setting the stage for next year, especially if you want to have success. The sooner that you can plan for the next coming year, the better for you. You're going to be ahead of the game. Um, you know, I'm not the kind of person that wings it and I don't believe in winging it because that's not going to deliver the success that you want. If you are the type of person and you're like, next year I'm going to grow by, you know, let's say 5%. Well, have a, you got to have a plan. You got to have a strategy. How am I going to grow by 5%? And you got to lay it out and you got to hold yourself accountable or hold your team accountable. You know, whoever is part of the dynamics to get you 
to those end results, okay? So uh, I laid out what are some elements of a business plan. So you definitely want an, an executive summary. What is that? That's basically just a summary of the whole business plan. It is a summary of what your business model is and what are you delivering and what are you trying to achieve? So it is exactly what it states. It is a summary of the whole enchilada, okay? <laughs> okay, and then the next one that I listed is the company description. And so that helps set the playing field for your mission and for, you know, your voice and how you want the um, ambience or the environment to be. So basically it's your company description of, you know, how do you, how are you setting this playing field? How are you going to have this go moving forward? You know, um, is it going to be a participative management? Is it going to be, you know, more dictatorship management, you know? So the company description is really important part of the pie. And again, you can have all these pieces in your business plan or some of them. There is no standard rule. Okay. Um, what And so then you also want to list your products and services. And this is really, really important because you want to make sure that you list all the opportunities that you're going to price out. How are you going to grow if you don't know all the products and services that you have available? So you want to price these out so you know what's going to be in your wheelhouse and, uh, and how much you're going to charge for it. And then ultimately how much you're going to make off of this, because how do you price something out if you don't understand the dynamics of your products, goods or services? Okay. Um, so having your well thought out, uh, uh, you know, summary on your products, goods, and services so that you understand, your team understands, your sales manager or whoever else you have within the organization, or if even if it's just for you to hold yourself accountable, okay? You definitely want to have a marketing plan part of that. Now that this part I'm I'm going to tell you you can't leave out because a marketing plan is so important part of a business. Uh, and I say this a lot when I'm out speaking or talking to people, a marketing plan and a marketing budget should be part of your business model. It should be like paying rent. It should be like, um, you know, paying your internet service or any other vital part of your business. It should be a part of that. And how you budget for it is really important because you should budget for it so that it is a consistent thing throughout the year and not just, you know, a little bit of here and there and here and there. Um, and even if you're seasonal, you can have, you know, ebbs and flows. You can have spikes in your, you know, your marketing budget and you can have downloads. So just know that your uh, marketing plan should be part of your business plan. And that's going to help you succeed as well, because how is anybody going to know who you are, what you do and how to get a hold of you, especially if you're new, if you don't have a good marketing plan and if you don't have a good partner with that. So uh, keep that in mind as you're working on this business plan. Um, then have a operational plan. Um, now the operational plan could be also, um, the same as your company description. So it's up to you. Again, some people are a lot more detailed with their, um, business plan and some people aren't. 
It's just what you want out of it. And again, this, there's no right or wrong answer. And if you have a business coach, this is something you should be working with your business coach on. If you have a mentor, this is something you should be working with your mentor on. Um, so if there's someone that you lean on, this is definitely a plan that you should be working with them on so that you're on the same page or they can bounce things off of you or play devil's advocate, you know. Um, because again, you could have holes in your business plan and you won't know until you talk to someone about it. Okay. Um, and especially again, if you have a mentor or business coach, something like that, that really, really does help. Uh, okay. So then, uh, your, uh, management and organizational structure, what's the hierarchy, you know, what is the, uh, chain of command? You know, if it's just you, it's just you. If it's you and, you know, you have a, an administrative assistant and maybe a salesperson or so, uh, somebody else in your team, then you should just establish a chain of command so everybody knows where they stand. The worst thing that can happen is you have a team in an environment and nobody knows where they stand. They don't know the chain of command. They don't know who to go to for questions and or, or who to ask. And if you're in and out all day and you're never there, hmm. Now they're even more lost, right? So there should be some kind of organizational management, organizational kind of tree. So people know who to report to and who's in charge. Maybe you make that receptionist in charge. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. And then another part of a business plan, which is really helpful and beneficial, is your uh, expenses and your capital you know, so what are the things that you have to start your business with? You know, do you have nothing and you're going to start from scratch and you're going to have to go buy everything? Well, then you have to itemize everything so you understand how much you're going to spend. Because the thing that you don't want to do, and I've seen people do this, where people pull out money on their 401k and they say, I need this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then they spend most of their money on their 401k when it would probably be better suited to reserve that 401k for a really, really bad day and really pinch your pennies and try to use the resources you have, try to use uh, resources that you have partnerships with, whether they're chamber uh, whether they are with um, business organizations that help startup businesses or, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of like, um, there's a lot of organizations that uh, host training sessions or have collaborations, you know, things like that. So be sparingly I've had to give you my best advice sparingly with your dollars up front because you want to stretch them as far as you can because you know if you're making revenue that's awesome that's a different story then what are your profits you got to know your profits if you're not making revenue and you're brand new and you're pricing yourself out um not pricing yourself out but you're pricing it and you're testing the market and so you're going to you know figure out you know I have to work really hard. Maybe my project or my my plan is 2000 a month. So how many of those can I sell or how many of those do I have to sell to make a, a living to be able to pay off my bills and pay this off? That's the whole 
purpose of creating that expense report or creating, you know, what is the capital you need? What is the capital that you have? What are your resources? You know, that's the whole purpose of it is if you go into a business and not have any idea or any clue, I'm telling you, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're totally setting yourself up for failure. You do not want to wing it. You don't. You want to be as prepared as you can be. And if anybody advises you to wing it, I would just be like, run, run, because you don't want to do that. You want to set yourself up for success. Setting yourself up for success means planning, understanding your dynamics, understanding the landscape of what you're about to get into and know what are my hard costs? What are my hard costs? What do I have to have? And what are my hard costs? And then also know, okay, what uh, can I like snidge on? What can I be a little scrappy with? You know, what are the things that I can do so that I don't have to have that expense? You know, that is part of your business plan until you can make some revenue and then you can really allocate toward your expenses and then is, you know, uh, invest back into yourself. And that's another suggestion is once you start making money, don't start spending it, invest back into your company and buy those resources that you needed from the get go. Uh, okay. So David says he had a comment. So I got to read some comments here before I keep moving on. A neighbor friend and I are looking to start a business this year, a spinoff of what I do. I have time spared to run with it. And he is currently out of work. So could benefit us both. Pricing was the most difficult thing to work out as a startup. You are exactly right, David. As many do, undervalue your worth is a service provider or trade. You're exactly right. And I'm going to give you a solution to that because that comes up all the time. People talk about how do I price? How do I price? Okay. Uh, and then we have, um, Somebody on Facebook says, I want a template of a business plan to use for my son's biz. Yeah, he's been in business for a while and growing and doesn't have one. Oh my God, he needs to have one. So let me give you the two resources that are absolutely free that you can get some business plan templates. The SBA, their website, they have templates, they have resources, they have tutorials on their site, uh, and you can even reach out to them. They have people that will help you create this business plan. The cool thing with the SBA is they might even help connect you to people to help you launch your business. So that's a great, great resource. So the SBA is one. And then a SCORE. SCORE is a free business coaching or business mentoring program. And SCORE is I believe in almost every market there is. And SCORE, again, is a great resource. It is absolutely fabulous. People give their time. These are ex, uh, or I think, retired CEOs and CEFOs and COOs and every C that you can think of are presidents or vice presidents. They're ex um people on the C-level suite that are volunteering their time and their services to help people start their business or function within their business or grow their business. That's their whole purpose. And those are two great resources to reach out to. Again, SCORE, SCORE is uh, SCORE, S-C-O-R-E.org, and then SBA, uh, the Small Business um, uh, Administration. 
So both of those are really, really good resources. If anybody else knows of other resources, certainly drop a line in the comments and uh, help anyone else out. Um, because again, there are, there are a lot of free resources for business plans. You know, there are so many people out there that want you to succeed and want you to have success and want you to grow your business. You know, uh, the numbers are just dramatic. Like, ugh, I, I gotta remember what it is. I want to say now there's like 31 million small businesses in the USA. Uh, don't quote me. I have to check the numbers again. Um, but I know it's a big number and there's like, uh, over 570,000 new businesses every month. So if you think about the dynamics of that and those numbers and that 50, over 50% of small businesses are part of our U S economy, that's part of how all of our total revenue. So we really do need small businesses to succeed and we really want them to grow and flourish because small businesses that are successful eventually become big businesses that grow and become very successful. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, because it's really, really important to, um, have that perspective. And again, the whole purpose of the business plan is to give you a roadmap and, you know, you can't, you can't move ahead. You can't grow if you don't have this roadmap and you should be the one who, who works on it. You should be the one who does the research and everything because you won't understand and know your business if you don't do it yourself. I know back in my corporate days, like my boss used to pass it on to me and then uh, I would have my team work with me to develop and uh, do our um, uh, budgets and we would like roll up the numbers, okay? Um, and so it made it a lot easier and that also helps. So if you have a sales team and you're doing your budgets and strategizing and how you're going to grow, get some input from your team, get some input from your or the people in your organization, let them also participate in this because this is healthy and you want this inclusive environment and you want them to be a part of it because then you will have success. I promise you. Okay. So we just talked about the expenses and capital that you'll have or what, you know, what are you going to have to buy or what resources do you have available to you? Or what access do you have to these resources so you don't have to make the purchase up front? And then finally, finally, um, and I have one more after this, but finally, you got to create a, your budget. You got to create your financial growth. How do you project the next three months? How do you project the next six months? How do you project the next nine months and then one year? You've got to do some forecasting and projections. You got to estimate, I'm going to sell this many widgets in third quarter, or let's say first quarter 2021. I'm going to sell this many in second quarter. And your percentage of gross, growth obviously uh, inclines. If you are in a seasonal business, that's not going to be the case. Yours is going to be totally different. So your down months will probably be your down months, but your up months will have a percentage growth. Okay. So keep that in mind. If you are a business and you added a new revenue stream, woo, then that's got to be part of your forecast so that you can allocate for that. And then you can have you and your team member continue to sell that 
because that is a new revenue stream. And so for a lot of people in 2020, there is a new revenue stream for them because they had a pivot or change or adjust and they created maybe a new revenue stream. So make sure you allocate and, and account for those things. Okay. So the, the financial planning, the budget planning for your business is so, so important. It is so important. And forecasting to me, if I, if I had to look back on all my corporate years of everything that I did, the only reason we had success is because we forecasted and then we held people accountable. So I'm telling you, if that worked in corporate America, I'm telling you it's gonna work for you and your individual business. You have to budget and you have to forecast, and then you hold your people accountable. So I've met with businesses that never have done a business plan, have never done any forecasting, and they stayed stagnant or they lost shares. Don't let that be you. If your goal is to grow in 2021 or even in first quarter next year, you got to start forecasting and you got to start budgeting. You got to put a number there and a roadmap and you got to give people guidance. People like to be held accountable, especially if it is, the expectation is reasonable and it's manageable. If the expectation is out like out the door, you might as well hang it up. People give up after the first month because they're like, are they ridiculous? We're never going to hit that number. Oh my God. <laughs> and so many times I felt that as an employee of a sales manager who didn't know what the hell they were doing. Um, or I have seen um, where as a manager and then I had a manager above me say, you're going to reach that number. I'm like, no, we're not. It's not going to happen. You know, so you don't want it out of scope is what I'm saying. You want it to be manageable and you do want it to be doable because then that's what gets people excited. Okay. So I really am venting on this last one, the financial planning, the budget, budget planning. And I'm telling you, I'm going to say it over and over and over. If I did it in corporate America year after year after year, and I seen success and it worked, it works. If you do it, it works. If you implement it, it works. It works. It works. You just have to do it. Budgeting and forecasting. You have to do it and do it now. Do it now. So you hold your feet to the fire and you hold the people on your team to the fire. Okay. The final thing that I would add to that is to know your competitive landscape. And this goes back to David, back to you. Knowing your competitive landscape is knowing what your competitors are pricing at is you can shop and sample your competitors. Your competitors do change. Sometimes we are in an environment where we have lots of competitors. I have lots of competitors. There's lots of marketing people, you know, and I'm okay with that. There's enough business out there. I'm great with that. Um, but then there's some organizations that don't have a lot of competitors. Um, so it's really, really good to shop your competitors and understand the strengths and weaknesses of your competitors. Because if you understand the weakness of your competitor, you have a competitive edge now. It's a powerful tool to know. So knowing your competitor and knowing where they stand and what their strengths and weaknesses are compared to yours. And again, this is part of a business plan is a very, very powerful thing. It is extremely powerful. So this is the whole nuts and bolts of why having a business plan is so important. Again, it's your roadmap. It helps you 
down that road of success. It totally helps you. I can see it now. It's like, ah. <laughs> okay, let me take a break and say hi to some people. Okay. Hello from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yay. Um, I can't see your hashtag. It's the walls on W A R L S on. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, okay. Somebody asked is score local for each community. Yes, it is. All you have to do is reach out to the corporate site and they will have someone reach out to you. That is local. I promise you. So definitely utilize it. It's so worth it. Uh, I've had so many businesses that I would refer them to it, or they would tell me that they have a coach and they're using score cause it's free it is completely free. And, um, they have benefit from it. You know, at some point you outgrow it because I think it's only free for so long, but at some point you do outgrow it and then you have the opportunity. Hopefully by then you've grown enough that you can get, uh, your own business coach or mentor you know, in, in, from another resource. Okay. Uh, so, the um, deceit, I can't, I don't want to butcher your name. Delisa Bean. Hello. I'm wanting to open, uh, an assistant living. Is it a good idea with all that is going on? Yes. Yes. That's a great question. Yes. Opening a business doesn't matter. In fact, most business and we get a business boom, meaning new startups, new businesses when the economy is horrific. So this is the best time because resources are cheap. Yeah, you can get into uh, real estate cheap. There, everything is cheap because we are in a very un certain time, but it's the best time to start a business. It is. Don't ever let anyone tell you it is not. Don't ever feel like I have to wait for the right moment. I did that and there is no right moment. You just have to do it. You just have to do it and feel good about it and know that, you know, that you're going to do it and it's going to be a success. So that's a great question. I love that. Danny, Danny says, hi. Hey, Danny. David says, with regard to budget and expenditures, I found it easier to use an Excel spreadsheet, something I wish I have done for the get-go. Now I can look month to month. Yes. I would highly recommend a spreadsheet. That's how I did my budgets. In fact, I, um, the, a lot of the corporate companies that I work for bought into software programs that if we plugged in for every account, you know, blah, 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 it rolled up the numbers, they calculated for me. So if you don't have the resources to buy into a software program like that, it's usually a CRM. Okay. Then Excel is perfect. It's perfect. And what a great way to be able to modify your numbers, to tweak them and to work with them. Um, great suggestion, David. Thanks for saying that and shouting out. Uh, Kat, how do you set a forecast for growth? Easy. You've got to put a percentage of growth. What is realistic? So basically when I look at forecasts for growth, I look at historical, I look at quarter to quarter, what from quarter last year to quarter before, um, what was the percentage growth? So you start looking at historical trends uh, and it's, so you look at it, not in your bad year, please don't look at it in your bad year, look at it in your other years beyond the bad year. So you're probably not going to look at 2020. You're probably going to look at, unless 2020 was a great year. Okay. 
2020 was a great year. Look at those numbers. But if 2020 was an off year for you, do not look at those numbers for forecasting. So uh, if I've learned anything, you want to use good, true numbers. You can eliminate a year. We did that when in 2008 when the market crashed and, you know, then it was a bad year and our billing went down and what have you. So we just extrapolate that year. And so we forecast around it. OK, so if you look at patterns and trends and you look at percentage growth, OK, you can just calculate an average. So if an average trend or average growth was, let's say, 5%, then use 5%. If you wanted to go quarter by quarter and see that first quarter year to year, 2019 to 2018 was a 10% growth. And then quarter to quarter, second quarter was a 5% growth. And then quarter to quarter, third, third quarter was a 15%, then go by those. Go by the percentages that are going to help you win. Go by the percentages that are statistically true. They're solid. They're there. They tell you something. So that's how I do uh, percentage growth. There's other ways to do it, but that's probably the quickest and easiest. Great question, David. Thanks for asking. Uh, then we have someone that says uh, on Facebook, thank you. Great pre presentations. You're welcome. I No worries. So the last point, again, was competitive landscape. Know your competitors. No, no, no. Know how they're pricing. Know what they're including in their pricing. Um, because that's going to give you a strong foundation on where you should be at. And are you offering enough value to price at what you're pricing at? Uh, and if not, you know, how do you up that price and add value to it so that you can justify that price? Because if you, if you have a big brand, let's say like McDonald's or whatever, and you're well known, you can literally price yourself at whatever you want to price. McDonald's can't because they have market themselves as the dollar menu or the $5, you know, burger. So they can't come into the market and now charge $10 for a burger because it, you know, you'd be appalled, you know? So be very careful in pricing and know your competitors and, you know, price yourself against your competitors and what are they pricing at um you should not underprice yourself and i believe that wholeheartedly david has said that in one of his um comments and i appreciate that is the last thing you want to do is undervalue yourself you want to make sure that you get your true value um, but you also solidify it and justify it, but also know what your com competitors are pricing at. It's easy to stand on your leg if you know what your competitors are pricing at. It's very easy, I promise you. Okay, there, I'm done, yay! And I gave you the places that you can get the um, business plan templates. Those are on the SBA, on SCORE. Uh, if you search, if you just do a Google search business templates, you're going to get a boatload of them, a boatload. And like I said, there's no rhyme or reason. Some of the templates have like three key components. Some of them have six, some of them have 10, you know, all of them are different. And again, it's to the level of detail that you want in your business plan. This is yours. So that's your decision. It's your comfort level. How hard do you want to work? How much nitty gritty information do you want in this business plan to help you stay on this track? You know, if you're sharing this business plan with investors, you're going to have to have it more detail. 
if this business plan is for you and a partner, I would say the more detailed, the better, because that way you hold yourselves, both of yourselves accountable for the actionable items, you know, who's in charge of what. Uh, if you're sharing this business plan with a team, your organization, Ours was intense. I will tell you in corporate America, when we did it year after year, it was very intense. <sighs> it was. And it was like we started in September and we would not be done till November. That's how intense it was. So I'm telling you guys from corporate America, me doing business plans and forecasting year after year after year for 27 years, I did this. I tell you what, I never missed a budget. Never. And if you do it, you're not going to miss a budget and you're going to grow. I promise you, you just got to do the work and you got to forecast and you got to put it down and you got to hold yourself accountable. I promise you it works. It works. It works. It works. You just got to do it. Um, so David has fun, well, another comment. For example, first year could be, could be a bad year. So swap that out and only use years of profit or increase. Yes. Yes. You want to use the years that you actually had revenue and um, where you were actually billing and growing, okay? The first year is always, for some people, I'm going to take back, it's not always. For some people, it might be a bad year because you've made a lot of investments in capital and things that you need in equipment and services and people and what have you. After that first year, then you'll start to slowly see the growth and st slowly start to see the profit. Some people see it in the first year. It just depends on their business and the model that they have in the pricing structure. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for watching today. I hope this was so beneficial to you. And thank you so much for all the comments. I appreciate it. anybody and everyone who chimed in. Social media is about engagement and we can't make this work or make this happen if we don't have a two-way conversation. And my lives are about educating you so that you can stand out and grow and that you can have success, you know, success today and success tomorrow and certainly success in 2021 because now is the time to start thinking about that. And again, if you've never done a business plan, it's time to do one. If you've never done forecasting, it's time to do it. You're only going to see success if you do it. I promise you, you will. I promise. I promise they work. They're awesome. Uh, thank you again. And if you have any questions, drop me a line. If you're trying to connect with me on social media, I, I will tell you my Facebook page and my LinkedIn page, I'm tapped out. You can follow me, but I, it won't let me take any more connections. So certainly follow me because I do do these lives and I just started up doing them every day again and I'm back. And then, so the next time I talk to you guys, I want to talk to you about stories. Yay. Cause LinkedIn just started stories and that's an awesome thing, but Instagram has them. Facebook has them. So just about every platform has stories now and they're super duper beneficial. And I can tell you how they're going to help your business grow. So until then, I hope you guys have a wonderful, uh, evening and thank you again for tuning in. I'm typing as I'm saying that, of course. Until then, you got this and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. 
you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this. helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.